0: And welcome to another fascinating edition of Talking Takes. I'm your host Scott Yard, joined as always by my co-host Tommy Johnson and Daniel Zollinger. Uh, not too much happened this week, but we, you know, we always find something to talk about for you folks, just to keep you coming back because we are dedicated. No storms this week, so I don't think Daniel's going to have to brave any of that. Um, but you know, we'll uh, we're we're going to keep chugging along no matter what happens. Uh, before we get started, just want to uh, recommend to you folks if you're not already following us on Twitter, please do so at Talking Tigs. We're also on Facebook as the Talking Tigs podcast, and we're on iTunes, Spotify, and TikTok as well. Uh, and I really got to stress the TikTok because I don't know, it's, I, I have a feeling we're blowing up. Something's going to go viral soon, so you're going to want to be on board for that. I don't know guys, do we uh we're still getting some some good movement? How are you guys doing by the way? Doing good. And Scott, I hate
1: to I hate to tell it I hate to break it to you. So we've already gone viral. The mm-hmm. haka video we put up is like at 800,000 views right now. What?
2: Yeah, it passed 700k today. so We're on the down slow to a million views on that one video.
0: But thing it seems like it was over a year ago where, you know, it actually took place. I know. No, it was over a year ago.
2: <laughs> Pretty sure that was
1: 2018.
0: My goodness!
1: The people of the people of the talk hadn't seen it just yet. We had right. to share well,
0: it Well I mean, the train's already left the station, I guess, but uh, you can hop on still. <laughs> um, uh, you guys uh, you had a good week.
1: Pretty much, you know, can't complain. But uh, watched some more old games this weekend. That's about it. Watched. Uh, I, I mean, like, you know, it's kind of getting bad when you're when you're watching uh, SMU versus Memphis. This past year, I mean, both teams are kind of fun to watch. Like, I like SMU. Of course, I've gone on record multiple times on this podcast saying that SMU's white Dallas jerseys are some of the best in the game. But, um, you know, I don't know if that's necessarily a reason to to spend three hours watching a game, but I did it.
2: You're just taking one for the team for the rest of us and give us those game reviews. Somebody has to
1: watch a game that's already happened before. And and I'm just that guy.
2: Yeah, but my, mine wasn't too exciting. Pretty normal. I'm uh, gearing up for a move here pretty soon, which is always exciting for better and for worse. But so just making plans for that um, and then hoping that we get some, some good news from the outside world soon, which it doesn't seem that there's been much of lately. But I guess we can go ahead and dive into that.
1: Ada, where are you moving?
2: I have to keep it, keep it on the down low until it What's actually happens. What's your street address? So I don't dox myself.
1: <laughs> can you give me your, what is your last four on your social?
0: no comment can you give us a city
2: i was like i can't even give you a city i'll give you a state it's in louisiana (laughs) it it is still in louisiana i'm moving from inside louisiana to another place inside of louisiana
1: Uh, okay okay he's moving to baton rouge get over it okay (laughs) or is he moving to east baton rouge Oh that that yeah, it's that's a good qu he's moving to East Baton Rouge Parish, but he won't tell you where.
2: <laughs> Might be going to Peaville, down in Prairieville in the suburbs.
0: <laughs> right on. Uh well, uh again, not not too much to get into, but we'll we'll get into it. Um because the SEC um had another statement come out this week. You know, last week they said they were their concern was high to very high that their you know may not start on time, if at all, for, for football this year. Um, but I don't know, they, they did kind of punt a decision saying they're going to play it by ear. Uh, but what they did say this week is that, uh, they talked to all the athletic directors and they are going to honor all the athletic scholarships. So if you already have one, uh, it's going to be in place. You don't have to transfer out to take online classes Uh, At Phoenix University or uh, Grand Canyon State or anything, you can stay at LSU and do your online classes, even though there's no sports, which I think is, you know, it's commendable. I don't I don't I don't see any benefit of doing the opposite of that. Um, But I don't know. I don't know if they they didn't really say, you know, upcoming students like, um, you know, because that's something I'd posed is, you know, what what do they tell the recruits going forward? Uh, Yeah, we'd love to have you come here. We don't know when we're going to play, but. You can join us for that. You can come practice with us, basically. uh you know, we were talking about players kind of maybe sitting a season out uh you know now I, I think high school players are starting to uh look at what their near future might look like and decisions how they'd want to make it so um I don't know i could I could start with uh whomever i will leave it up to you get whoever's feeling it strongest but uh yeah what do you what do you think about um you know, obviously honoring scholarships is good, but do you think that would really change anything for someone in college or is that going to, you know, change anything for players that are considering whether or not to, to, to go to college for their high school year or to play their next high school year? Cause you know, that might not happen either. Uh, I
1: mean, I think it's, I think first of all, it's the right thing to do. Like you made a commitment to these kids and especially like, I mean, we've seen, you know, we've seen, st- the, with all like the processing and, and stuff like that that goes on with the recruiting business where you have a, you have an offer and then they have to retract the offer to give it to a, a different kid. And that happens and kind of, both people understand that. But like, once you're in this, once you signed and you're in that program, like, you know, you're, you're promised for your, an education, you know, for your degree. And as long as you, you know, you keep up your end of the bargain and you show up to practice and don't cause trouble or whatever. Well, Uh, you know, I, I I think, so I'm glad, I'm glad they're doing that. I I pretty much expected to, I think, I think it'd be a much bigger story if they weren't. Right. Um, but I would say that as far as like with people looking for looking towards the next year, I think, I think we're going to see a lot, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't know. I feel like we're going to see a lot of people, these incoming freshmen who were expecting, who expected this to be their freshman season. If they don't play this year, I think we'll see a lot of, uh, action in the transfer market. I think that, Mm -hmm. You know, it, when you're young, as a you know freshman in college, and and who knows what's going to happen? There's going to be a lot of idle hands just sitting around. What do you do? You know, are they going to keep? Are they, are these teams going to keep practicing? Like even if they don't have a season, are they just going to practice basically for an entire year, for no for kind of no reason? I can see players being like, you know what? I just don't like it here anymore. I'm, our, you know, I want to go to this school. Or they get kind of you know. So I think that I can totally see that. I think it's something to watch out for. Maybe there'll be big winners from it. Maybe it'll be big losers. But as we've seen so far with the transfer portal, the game doesn't end once, you know, in February when national signing day happens, it's a constant 24 seven trying to pull players from other schools. As we saw this, I think this week or last week with Marcel Brooks, officially going to TCU, you know, he was a five-star committed to LSU, like, you know, Beloved by LSU. Anybody who was watching LSU last year knew who he was and loved him and loved what he did for the program, and now he's a torn frog. So even the great ones can, uh, can move on to different, to different schools. And I think you could totally see a lot of, uh, you know, freshmen who are kind of enrolled right now and who won't really see any, any action playing, uh, you know, making moves
2: right i think it's really a different situation for each almost player by player and sport by sport basis especially class by class too right because if we're discussing football you have seniors some who have pretty good prospects in the nfl seniors or juniors who are eligible as next year so they're going to say all right i might want to not play at all preserve my draft position or if they're a senior that's kind of like maybe not quite as high on the depth chart they're like all right i'm gonna take my last possible year, get this extra year, work hard, and then maybe I can work my way back to that starting spot to get another shot at proving myself to NFL scouts uh, coming back around the clock in 2021 or whatever. And then like Tommy was kind of saying with the freshmen uh, entering, that's going to create all sorts of competition among the depth chart. And so maybe the guys that might not have played as a true freshman, they get that year of experience under their belt, and so they play immediately. But then other people might be a little bit frustrated with that and not get that time and then want to leave or look elsewhere. And like I was saying with the other sports, uh, I don't know exactly how it would work I assume it's going to be every single sport they're honoring the, the scholarships for at least in the fall. They already said the ones in the spring this past year. Yeah. And so it's almost weird because like, then you have a, a whole nother class that who, who pays for these scholarships? Like is the university paying for all these kids like for an extra year? I don't know if like you're a paying school, for you.
1: It's the, the know tiger if, athletic I, foundation.
2: I hope they don't send the check to me, but, uh,
1: <laughs> well, no, I mean like all the, all the, that's what, that's how they fund it is through the, the donations and all that. For the Yeah. I understand, athletic. but
2: this is increasing, not the whole budget, but at least a decent chunk of it by what? 20%. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so you got to cough up that money for a sports. that might not even be played. And then people in these athletic foundations, they might want their money back. If there's no sports, they don't get to go watch the sports that they've been paying for. Uh, but that's a whole different situation. And like, Is a small sport, whatever, like beach volleyball or something, can they handle an additional 10 people for that year, however many they they pull? I don't know. But that's something that they'll have to work out. It'll definitely be interesting uh, to see for sure. And then I think the the big question that we've discussed is, will these top prospects sit or play? And then, as we'll see here in a second, there's some high school prospects who are saying, I'm going to sit and then wait for college. And then it's the same thing. I'm going to sit in college and wait for the pros. So just kind of a cascade of events
0: there. Yeah, and I would say a little, just a little, I don't know, I have a, a buddy who uh, who's a teacher here in Georgia in high school, but he also is uh, a football coach. And he said, you know, just from what he's been hearing, it's looking more and more likely that, you know, they, they may not have a high school season here in Georgia. I'd heard the same rumblings in Texas, which, you know, think about how, how much of uh, – how much that plays on their society, having high school football in Texas. I mean, how many movies and TV shows did they make about high school football in Texas? Uh, I I can't imagine what they would do, you know, without football at their $40 million stadium on a Friday night, but it could happen. Um, So there's also, you know, what what are these players going to do? They're going to say, I'm going to sit out. Uh, I I think that decision might be made for them to where they wouldn't have a, a season, you know, they'll just train and stay in touch with their recruiters and, you know, just look towards the future. I will say this, though, because you you mentioned a transfer market, and what hasn't been settled yet is some of these conferences saying, uh, you know, we might just play some regional games, or we're just going to do an eight-game conference schedule. And then someone like the Pac-12 who, I don't know, you know, they they could decide, you know, we're just not going to play football this fall. Uh, or the big 12 could decide that who knows whatever the case but you know what if that decision was made but yet the sec goes ahead with an eight game or six game schedule and the big 10 goes ahead with an eight game eight game schedule you know what's to stop somebody like if that happened this week if that news came out friday what's to stop somebody just for example like caleb williams saying oh big 12's not playing football this year screw it i'm gonna go to ohio state or i'm gonna go to lsu Uh, you know, or whoever would align in that recruiting cycle. You know what I mean? Because they could transfer even though they're they're not really there yet. So what's to stop them from doing that? And, no, that would be a good reason, I think.
1: Well, it's got – you know, I I just saw today actually. I think Georgia has already moved to – to move their, their season two more weeks. Like, I don't think it's, you know, like your like your buddy, you know, said it's not officially off the books, but it's kind of looking that way. Right. So they, today they announced that that officially they will not be playing the week, the the day they were supposed to be starting. So they are already two weeks behind. And you know, maybe that'll be two more weeks and two more weeks. And then eventually they'll just tap out. But you know, (laughs) I think I'm hearing the same things, you know, I'm hearing that I've, I I have a really good friend who's a coach at a five A school in new Orleans and uh, There, you know, he's, we've we've had numerous conversations where he's just like, you know, yeah, I just don't think it's going to happen. And, you know, it's, it's really sad. I think there's so many for these kids, especially some of these kids who will never, never play again. You know, they'll never put a helmet on again Um, to, to go out like this is just terrible. But then a lot of people who's, this is their only chance, you know, like this was their, this was their season make or break. Like, you know, if they have a good senior season, maybe they can go get a college education. Um, it's sad that, that, uh, you know, it's looking like that's going to be the end for them.
2: Yeah. And then the Louisiana situation, just to kind of lay it out there right now is that the high school football cannot play until Louisiana is in phase four, which uh, doesn't exist. Yeah. So they they didn't plan out phase four. Phase four is basically like back to normal. Um, there's phase one, two, and three, and we're in phase two and have been for a while. And the first opportunity to get to phase three is here in a few days on the 24th. And then if that happens, there's at least two weeks in phase three and then it's potentially phase four. But with the way things are looking right now, it seems kind of uh, slim at best, unfortunately.
1: Wait, Daniel, can you tell me like, do you know off the top of your head, like, I mean, you don't have to do the math or whatever, but like, if let's say every, you know, like the thing you just laid out, like the three, the, the two to three to three to four, mm-hmm. what day would, would phase four start? if if everything went like the way you just said?
2: So if phase three only lasted for two weeks, which I think is the minimum time, it's 14 days after the 24th. So that would be August 7th would be phase four. So okay. that's that's before the Wait, season. Wait, no, but we're back in phase one, aren't we? No, we're in two right now. I thought he moved us back. No, it's, it's phase two is, is still on hold. Because you got a huge spike. Unless I Unless I'm misinformed, but I'm pretty sure it's still in two. Well, someone's, okay. I think one.
1: It's, it's like a modified two, though. He closed the, because he closed the bars and stuff like that. I don't know. Who who even knows? Phase four, you know, when I saw the LHSA put out the thing about phase four, I was like, what? That just means no. Like, there is no phase four. So, like, no one's ever mentioned phase four. The White House hasn't mentioned phase four. The governor hasn't mentioned phase four. So, when the LHSA says, all right, if y'all get to phase four, then we'll play football. I, to me, that's like saying, all right. Um, when we go back to, when we send uh, when we send our astronauts back to Mars, then we'll play football. It's like, well, we haven't even been there to begin with. It doesn't exist. So, I mean, I hate to break it to all the college, to all the high school kids out there in Louisiana, but I feel like the LHSA is lying to you.
2: They can play in the Daniel backyard football league right now in phase two, if they so desire and show off their talents.
1: Like, like one of those camps where people just like juke and juke and juke and juke and juke and, juke and, juke and, juke and, juke and then everyone goes, oh, but yeah. the- <laughs> like an and one tournament or something.
2: I just show
0: up it's in like my visor. My-
1: no, they need to do like what they did when the NBA locked out. And remember when all that, when like Kevin Durant had a team and Mello had a team and they played at like Rucker Park in, uh, in New York, it was like a street, like a street ball league. That right. was kind of cool.
0: Right. Uh, I don't know. It, I mean, that's nice of them to do. We'll just, it doesn't really change anything. And again, you know, it's, it seems like a, a no brainer decision, but, uh, I don't know. Scott Woodward said he was proud that LSU could kind of spearhead this. Uh, they were kind of at the forefront of this measure, which I didn't know, but good to know. Uh, it's good. It's always good to lead instead of follow in s- situations like this. Um, Uh, And also speaking of transfers, um, just a small bit of basketball news. LSU got a a transfer actually from University of Washington in the form of a seven-foot Brian Penn Johnson. I believe he was a freshman there, so he's he's got some eligibility left. I you know didn't really give anything as to why he transfer he's transferring, other than you know talked it over with family and coaches and this is the best decision for me so uh that was pretty good I mean Will Wade still still doing his thing uh I don't know maybe this guy could be our next Nas Reed you know just a big man uh in the middle um but he he was like uh I think the nation's number 20 center uh when he came out of uh, Utah in 2018 so uh that'll be something to look forward to whenever (laughs) whenever basketball if he he ever
2: plays
0: (laughs) right no but i mean that is i think that is good news
1: because you know if you can if you can go back into your uh go back into your file and and uh remember the fact that lsu did play a, uh, a few months of basketball this year you'll remember that one of the struggles we had was with big men and more more so the lack thereof you know like we lost Nas reed the last year and
2: uh and then we had uh you know uh what? Trenton Watford was like our number one this year, and he'll he'll be going to the NBA. Yeah, Watford was, and, and Emmett Williams was like a small four, and he's probably going right. to the NBA as well. And so, was mean, was Watford a true seven footer? No, I think he was like six ten or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like I don't think we had we didn't have any
1: we didn't have a a, a single seven footer on our team. I don't think. Think it's hard pretty to small. seven
0: foot maybe on the reserves but i mean that tells you if he's not if he's not playing at seven foot then
2: yeah know, they weren't playing me
0: <laughs> right um no that's that's good yeah it's like it's crazy because they're about to start the sec tournament i don't even know if they got to get any games yet i thought no. maybe they had but then they just canceled the rest of it uh because remember this is just oh. when it came out you know what right? you're right they might have they might have played like.
1: One
2: maybe they played a half. <laughs> they no, I think, the, I think the, the bracket was ready. Like they were gonna play the next day. I can't remember because we had the first buy. Um and then yeah, so that was like on a Saturday, and I think it was a start the next day, like on Sunday to Sunday or something like that. And yeah. they like didn't
0: play any games. Well, I know somebody was playing, some conference. If it wasn't SEC, someone had already started their tournament. Uh and then they canceled that. And then they just, you know, they looked like they were gonna look forward to the NCAA tournament and what that seeding was. And then that got scrapped, like, that very next week. So, yeah. just It seems like ages ago, right? It, it really feels like years. Like,
2: it was a wild couple days when, like, the NBA and the MLB, like, in the span of like, 24 hours, they just, like, canceled. And it was like, it went from 100 to zero. And I was like, well, all
0: right. <laughs> Dominoes started falling. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that championship game itself seemed like such a long time ago. Uh, but it's actually – Last week, we didn't – We uh, I don't know. I think we were uh, saving it for this week because we knew it would be a, a nice little vanity item. But uh, LSU got their championship rings last week. Did you, did you guys take a look at them? Oh, I did, yeah. I mean, not, not
1: in person, but I, right. I saw the pictures.
0: <laughs> yeah, they were nice. Uh, and they had Tiger Stadium on it, which I thought was awesome.
2: And they got they got three rings which one was for the SEC Championship right one was for the the game against Oklahoma in the Peach, Peach, Bowl, Bowl, Peach Bowl and then the, the National Championship <laughs> why why do they give them one for the Peach Bowl I don't I feel know. like that well, should well
1: actually you know what I I'm okay with it if if like internally they were like look we put such a whooping on Oklahoma like we just need to get a ring for it but <laughs> I don't want to make that a tradition so like we can have the ring but I don't want I don't want uh the 2035 team um, Cause that's probably the next time we'll play football. I don't want that team, uh, whoever wins the peach bowl to get a ring. Yeah. Mark, me, mark that down and, and play it on the uh, like the floating screens that we'll be having in 2035.
2: Yeah. Like I would understand it if that was like our bowl game for the year, like if you're in the, the Rose bowl or whatever and like, we won and then so they get a ring that's fine but like it's kind of a an intermediary for the the big daddy but i guess uh the more hardware you can put on the better
1: yeah i think here's the here's the question though it are you okay with and i don't know if this happened or not um are would you be okay with uh with clemson having a fiesta bowl ring or is that kind of ter? Is that kind of terrible? I like think beating
2: like, Ohio State, but then losing to us, but then yeah, like, like they like because they
1: obviously off. got like ACC rings because they won the ACC.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But like, do you think? Do you think one? I don't know if they did or not, but would you be like? Would you be like, oh, that's kind of cool, or would you kind of be like, uh, that's lame? Em, throw them away. Like,
2: if like, I was a player, I probably wouldn't throw it away, but I wouldn't wear it either. Like, you, you don't okay. want to show that off.
0: Yeah, you either a sentimental guy and you hold that in your little. Sports chest, you know, when you when you get older, or you, you know, I imagine a lot of them are going to end up in pawn shops after (laughs) these guys lose their eligibility.
2: You know, Rick Harrison, (laughs) Rick Harrison's licking his lips. Well,
1: you know the thing about uh the thing about uh it's it's the same thing with like in pro sports, you know, like if you win the ALCS or NLCS, but you lose the World Series, or you or you win the AFC NFC, but you lose the the Super Bowl, like I think you still get a ring, and it's always kind of like.
2: And they still put banners up for all that stuff. Like, well, the Saints I, have like NFC South Division like yeah. winner banner. I think that's
0: okay, actually. Like, I, I'm fine ring. with the banners. But do you want a ring for all that? You want a I ring? I'd I say, can I take the cash option? Yeah. Or you know, what else? <laughs> I'll, I'll take, take the lump that. sum. <laughs> I'll take a I'll take a, a Fiesta Bowl Corvette or something. But you know, I don't, I don't want a ring. <laughs> You're playing Wasn't a, the thing
2: the, with Ohio State back in the day that they were like trading their like championship gear for tattoos. No, yeah, it was, it was the
0: it, and it was specifically
1: the golden pants. Remember the golden pants?
2: Something about like
1: they got charms. It was almost like a charm necklace or something. Uh, I don't, they got these I don't have that detail. No, it was like it was like when you're a four year starter at, at Ohio State or you were a top player, or you got your 1500th Buckeye on your helmet. I don't know what it was. You got like this little, like these, these football pants like a like a figurine of these football pants but they were made out of gold and yeah the, the currency at the tattoo parlor that terrell Pryor and his and his buddies <laughs> used was the was the, the golden pants so there are a bunch of golden pants being exchanged
0: mm-hmm. uh did you and uh, i don't know if you guys saw this but uh speaking of of clemson and uh this and year yeah trevor trevor lawrence proposed to his fiancee. Um, so at least someone in Clemson is getting a ring this year. Aww. Didn't he do it?
2: Didn't he do it in the middle of their stadium, like he on the did. football field?
0: Yeah. And you know, she has to know what's coming, right? I mean, he says, Hey, dress up. I just I I'm in a suit. Meet me at meet me at the field. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna <laughs> the, walk down Howard's Rock and run down this. She has to know, all right, we're going to the stadium. All right, I think I know what this is. All right. We're going out to the 50 yard line. All right. I definitely know what this is. Gee, why are we here? So, um, the reason I brought you here. Yeah. Uh, so good, good for them. Congratulations. Uh, of course I had to, had to have a little zinger there, but there was actually, uh, it could have been a lot worse. There's this newscaster in Baton Rouge <laughs> who dude, who trolled him cause he saw this and he did this on live. This was a WBRZ. And, um, he was saying, you know, congrats on this. And, And he made some comment about Joe Burrow, and he's like, I bet Joe Burrow is a proud daddy.
1: Yeah, I I saw something similar. It was like Joe Burrow's son just proposed. (laughs)
0: Exactly. "Mm."
1: No, but you know what I was – okay, so talking about Trevor Lawrence, like related but kind of not related but also related. So a lot of people were talking about, of course, season, you know, is it going to happen, is it not going to happen? And there are all these rumors going around on – um, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you get your college football news that, uh, you know, off the record, a lot of NFL agents are talking about their future talent and how, yeah, I've already been talking to some of these players and like, it, you know, if they, if they've got good draft stock, they're not going to play. If it's a delayed season, they're not going to play. If it's a, a, you know, supplemental season and it starts in November or starts in December or whatever. And, Uh, And the the picture they keep showing, which it just makes sense, I guess, because he's the biggest player in college football right now is Trevor Lawrence. But I kept thinking, I'm like, what if the last play Trevor Lawrence ever plays is when he fumbled the ball at the end of the national championship? Like, and that's his, that's his like legacy at Clemson. Well, I mean, it wouldn't be his legacy, but that would be like his, his, one of his last moments as a Clemson tiger. Mm hmm. Yeah, that's sad. like Tom
2: Brady. Tom Brady's last play ever for the Patriots was throwing a pick six. So, Wait, was it really?
1: I don't. Yeah, it was that. against.
2: It was against. I can't remember who it was. It was well, like been the Chiefs, night. right? Titans. Oh, Titans! It was like a real cold game, like the very end of the season. And they threw the pick six um, in the playoffs against. the playoffs against Titans.
0: Yeah, um, I, I don't think Trevor Lawrence would really be bothered by that. I mean, he's he's got his. He's, he already had a championship. He's looking for. He's to got
1: this. his fiance. He's got a ring. I, he's exactly. got he's got his fiance he's got a, a fiesta bowl ring i mean
0: what else do you want i don't know what else you need you know um but yeah i don't know i don't know it said coach o seems to think we're gonna have a season coach is about to will this season into life right He
1: told that he told the vice president we need a season he kind of gave him that stare
0: he i, bet, Penn, I bet pence came home scared <laughs> right that's right they were down there this or this past week
2: so uh, i spent all my performance bonuses from last year i need to re-up
0: <laughs> yeah i i don't know i i mean i love his optimism but i i just i don't know i need something more to to be positive unless he can really just will it to happen but i don't know he's got to get all these other people around the country behind him um but should the season go forward lsu's already got some watch lists uh Derek Stingley, of course, is already named to the Jim Thorpe Award preseason watch list, along with Jacoby Stevens. I guess no real big surprise there. The presumed number 18. Derek?
1: Uh no, St- Jacoby. Jacoby. Yeah.
0: Jacoby. Oh, interesting. Uh yeah, so that's that's good news. It's something uh well deserved. But anyway, uh it doesn't matter if they don't play. But anyway.
1: Oh but and I and I I don't know if it I don't know if we even have to say it, but I'm pretty sure uh uh Jamar Chase was also on like the Bulletnikoff watch
0: yeah, <laughs> watch yeah. list. <laughs> yeah. Well uh well he wasn't alone though. He was uh it was him and I think Terrace Marshall.
1: Was it? Okay. Yeah. Was Eric Gilbert on a list? I thought he might have been.
2: Maybe I for freshman freshman of the year or something like Maybe that. Maybe something like
1: that. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a no, Bo Nix will win freshman of the year again.
0: <laughs> You're so y'all, you are a y'all Bo Nix fan, huh? Huh? You're a Bo Nix fan, I can tell. <laughs> yeah, a real, real big fan. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know, what else, what else you guys got?
2: I was going to mention one thing. I don't know if you all saw this, but um, people are saying that Alabama might play BYU week one if there is football, because BYU is the other big independent school besides Notre Dame. And with these schools saying they're not going to have conference games, i.e. Pac-12, who BYU plays mostly, they got basically no schedule. So now they're scrambling. And so Bama was supposed to play Utah week one. In, oh, no, no, USC. USC, yeah. USC excuse me. Um, and so now they have no week one opponents. A lot of people are saying that uh, BYU is going to come down to Tuscaloosa to play them, which, I mean, it's, they'll probably get thumped. But it's just kind of interesting to play, to think about. Also, um, Bama has never beaten BYU. <laughs> you I use one and zero against the Tide. So.
1: Well, you know, I saw I saw a similar thing about uh, Notre Dame. That Notre Dame might try to schedule Alabama, which would be kind of cool. What if Notre Dame came to LSU? That'd be kind of cool. Like, what if we lost? Maybe we. What if we lose the uh, we lose the Texas game, but we trade we trade it in for for Notre Dame? I think that'd be an awesome experience here. I don't want to go to. I'm not going to South Bend. <laughs>
2: the holy, holy school versus the most rowdy fans,
0: right? Uh, well, I don't know Georgia. That Georgia did that uh, like two years ago. They played. They did it last home. year? They had them. yeah. Then they played them at home. That was that was a good series. Yeah, I wa-
1: I wa- Hey, I watched that game last week.
2: <laughs> Georgia versus Notre Dame.
1: I watched Georgia versus Notre Dame last week. Yep.
2: Didn't LSU get put in a pickle by that game as far as like TV rights or something? Because yes.
0: that was that was the Bama game. It was Wasn't the flex. It? They had a flex game. Uh, so someone decided to cover that as opposed to the LSU game. Was it
2: CBS? Like CBS said their yeah. their one primetime game was going to be Georgia versus Notre Dame, and then like they didn't get to right. put LSU versus Alabama in primetime.
1: Yeah, right. I think that's right.
2: Yeah,
0: that sounds about right.
2: It wasn't the same weekend,
1: but they'd already locked in Notre yeah, Dame Georgia as their primetime game, so they had to play Alabama-LSU at like 2.30. Oh, also, I have to correct the record. I don't know, and I don't know if it, this is like I've been. I, I've been very um, upset about this. I guess it's good news, but it's also kind of weird. Okay, because I was under the impression uh, that at the end of this season, I remember seeing at the end of this regular, this past regular season, people were like, "Say goodbye to, to the SEC on CBS. It's been a fun ride. It's over." Like, ESPN bought the rights. All all SEC games will be on ESPN. No more CBS. And then I look, and so I was. I was. Wa- of course, I'm watching all these old games, and most of them, if they're SEC games, most were CBS games. And I just happen to think that the CBS uh, pr- presentation of the SEC is just like awesome, especially like the theme song. And so I went and like I was. I was just kind of looking into it because I wanted. To, I wanted to know like why would CBS give that up? Because I'm sure that like that has to be like their like maybe their second or third best sporting event they have, like, cause they have the masters, which is like, great. They have the, and they have March madness, I think, or they, they split a March madness up, but I think they get the title game. Um, but I was like, you know, what, what is a, what's, why would they give this up? And then I was reading and it turns out the contract for ESPN to take over the SEC doesn't start till like the 2022. So like, the, I, I guess we should have two more years of, of CBS maybe, But then there was another article where it said, oh, well, but it's expected ESPN will just buy them out at the last two years of their contract. But I don't know if that's happened or not.
2: Hmm.
1: So maybe we do get Brad and Gary for
2: two more years. I don't know. food for thought. Kirk Herbstreit's going to flex on them. Yeah, the the package ends after the 2023 season, but like you said, if they they buy them out, it could be uh, not happening, or it could just not happen in general, and so nobody gets it. Um, But...
1: Wait, okay, so so who um who uh when did that come out? Did that like did that come out like this past season and that's why people were talking about it?
2: All the articles I'm reading are December twenty twentieth, twenty nineteen, around that day. Okay, so that's that must have
1: been when the like the deal was done. So that's why people were saying like goodbye, CBS. I don't know, I just I, I thought it I I was like under the impression this whole time that it was gone. Like next year, you're going to be like the SEC on ESPN, which like, why is it that ESPN gets everything now? Like they just get all the rights to everything.
2: It's because they got that those Disney box. Cause Disney owns exactly. everything.
0: Exactly. Disney's got some deep pockets. That's why yeah. they're going to have
2: the, this year they're gonna have the simulated Mickey mouse football league. <laughs> uh,
0: it's something. Yeah. I mean, if you mascots playing football would be something to watch. Cause their faces are guarded. Uh, it's better than these 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 face masks they want to put on the football helmets. Yeah, you them. saw those. Those yeah. things look so weird. I know it looks like a motorcycle helmet, or I don't know. Maybe it should just be a motorcycle helmet. <laughs> I don't know.
1: <laughs> like, um, okay, weird. two things. One, and if you, I didn't wear one, but I know like a lot of people that did. If you ever wore one of those visors, which a lot of people wear in, in football, but like if you wear a visor and it's uh and it's humid outside, a lot of times you will like pass out. Like it's so you think you're breathing your own air and it's, and it fogs up. And like, I remember we had a, we had a Daniel, you know, you know, this guy, we had a guy on the team. Um, and he, uh, he was, it was trace. <laughs> he had a, uh, he had the, the visor on his face and it was like during two days. I mean, this was like hottest of all hot Louisiana heat, it was 9am so, or 10am something like that so it's like it's hot enough it's it's like the sun is up so it's not cool like in the morning but it's also the dew hasn't like hasn't like evaporated so it's super muggy and he was like breathing in his own air and the fog was coming on his on his visor and he i think he threw up like it was so bad so i can only imagine if you take that visor and you bring it all the way down to in front of your mouth like it's just outrageous mm. And then two, like you said, uh, you said like, oh, you could do, uh, you know, maybe you should just put them in motorcycle helmets. Well, like my grandfather, <laughs> back in the day, my grandfather had a, uh, had a motorcycle and he would take my mom to school on it, like occasionally, and he didn't have a second motorcycle helmet. So he just put a football helmet on her. So like, it's kind of a little inverse there. They're kind of, <laughs> they're kind of interchangeable, I guess.
0: Yeah. I would think so. Uh, if you, if, if they're designed to withstand an impact of, you know, someone on a motorcycle, I, I think it could work on the football field. I haven't tried it out though. So don't, don't try that at home just yet. Um, uh, just, just something I'd noticed while we were talking, uh, cause it goes back to what we were talking about earlier. Uh, there's a, a defensive tackle. Uh, his name is victory Vaca. He's leaving high school early to go to texas a&m he's going to skip his senior year i would imagine he's you know completed enough coursework to get ahead uh you know because they can do that sometimes they'll get ahead in their coursework so that they can transfer and basically be at the team right after they finish the season before Mm -hmm. so uh, i don't know there might be a wave of the if these guys going through of course they obviously have to be way way ahead on their coursework but um if they're going to do it now, would be the time, right? Yeah,
1: it seems like that's I like I I never really s- even had that as an option, but it seems like a lot of these, especially these like the big 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 high schools, seems like everybody can kid if you want to, you could like graduate like in two years or something. There's a lot of people who have the option of like reclassifying, you know, at least when you when you follow this recruiting.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, if you want to give up your summers, yeah, sure.
1: I guess maybe maybe if they're if they're already doing, I don't know what what their you know summer programs for like these six seven a you know five a football programs like in texas or california i don't know what their program entails but maybe if you're up at the school so much you might as well take a summer class or something
0: yeah yeah i've done that before Uh, i hated it but (laughs) uh you know it lightened the load in the fall um but anyway something to keep an eye on something to keep an eye on anyway um i don't know that uh is that just about all we had, or do you guys have something else you wanted to toss out there?
2: I think we hit most of the, the main points. A little, little update for y'all. Nothing too crazy. Um, we're getting into the, the red zone here as far as the football season, so we'll give you all the red zone report whenever we get to that point.
0: But the red zone report, right. Not to be, not confused. To be confused with not our not former employer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully we're not crossing any lines there. Thank you, Daniel. Um, but I don't know, I mean, sports are starting um, You know, the NBA, the bubble That's, they're doing fine They, I don't think they've had any positive tests yet Which is good baseball Zion exited the bubble We'll see, hey, baseball's starting It's something Sports, they're trying to come back Like you said, it, you know, maybe it's not Coach O's will, but just sports In general mm-hmm. Sports ball is going to will it all back True yeah. And yeah, we'll be
1: here right with you the whole time to, to walk you through it. And, uh, you know, hopefully hopefully we get to talk you through a, a, a Tiger season.
0: Hopefully uh, we'll usher you into what could be a new era altogether. I don't know. We're going we're gonna to find out together, though. Well, that'll do it for us this week on Talking Tigs. So until next time, uh, stay safe, stay tuned, and we'll talk to you next time on Talking Tigs.